And we are live on the Jonathan Kogan Show. What's up, everybody? This is the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. It's good to be with you, as always. Please subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show, wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rumble channel, and Twitter is at KOGZ. And that's it. Let's get started. So, is the world controlled by a small group of people, like a global conspiracy, a cabal, perhaps? Like these, a few powerful people all coordinating with each other through investments, you know, through the money, through government, you know, are they all, is there some sort of global conspiracy going on? Now, a lot of people listening are probably going to be like, yeah, of course there is. We know that. Okay. We know that. Other people are going to be like, "Mm, I'm not so sure, but seeing things are very weird. All right. So let me tell you, listen, this is only for the people who are new. What we do on this podcast is we explore things with an open mind and open heart, okay? It's very basic, okay? We don't have emotional ties to political parties. We don't have emotional ties to anything, okay? It's a dispassionate assessment of world events. That is it. Because apparently, people cannot do that. I had no idea what a talent it it, it was to be able to be unbiased and truthful and unbothered by whatever the outcome is only in pursuit of the truth. Like, I do not care what that outcome is. I don't care if the truth hurts. I don't care if it's fantastic. I don't care if it's something I like, don't like. I do not care. I just want to know what that truth is, and then I can play around with what I think of it. Many people aren't even curious. Many people are just like, just feed me whatever I want. Please bring me tyranny, Papa. Please bring me tyranny. I mean, it's unbelievable. But here we go. So if there's a global cabal, you all know Harari would be a spokesperson. Okay, maybe the spokesperson for that group, perhaps. I mean, listen, he is the top advisor to Klaus Schwab, your favorite professor. All right. So let me start off with this video. He was on Lex Friedman today, and I really want to explore this topic. I, you can't just come out and say, yeah, we know 100% is a global conspiracy. We know you can't possibly say that. None of us can know. Okay. Now, if you listen to older podcasts I've done, or that we've done because we're in this together. It's a one love type of world. Um, we definitely tend to think that that's the case. Okay. Now I had to preface it by saying Yuval Noah Harari would be the spokesperson for this cabal. So obviously he would say there is no cabal, but I want you to listen to how he answers that question of how the world seems like one big conspiracy. I'm going to play some other clips like what just recently happened uh, at the European union uh, what a great, uh, MP said, uh, there saying basically outing this global cabal, if there is one perhaps, but let's listen to Yuval Noah Harari first assess this. It's a decent, it's like a four minute, maybe six minute clip or so, but I want to start off with an open mind and open heart. And I want you to also, okay. So don't get all your panties up in a bunch. If there's no cabal. Okay. What's the difference? What's the difference with the outcome is you care about the truth and I care about the truth. That's all we care about. So let's just get to it. All right. Whew. Why is it so difficult to just discuss things that are truthful? It's unbelievable. It's mind-blowing. But that's what we do on this podcast, and we are going to continue doing that as best as possible. So here's Yuval Noah Harari on Lex Freeman today, and uh, he's asked about this exact question. And I want you to listen, because that is what we are going to do. Let me turn up the volume a little bit for you, just in case you're old as shit and have bad ears. Here we go. You wrote an article two years ago titled, When the World Seems Like One Big Conspiracy. 
how understanding the structure of global cabal theories can shed light on their allure and their inherent falsehood. Hmm. Uh, what are global cabal theories and why do so many people believe them? 37% of Americans, for example. Well, the, the global cabal theory, it has many variations, but basically there is a small group of people, a small cabal that secretly controls everything that is happening in the world. All the wars, all the revolutions, all the epidemics, everything that is happening is controlled by this very small group of people who are, of course, evil and have beings. And this is, this is a, a very well-known story. That it's not new. It's been there for thousands of years. It's very attractive uh, because, first of all, it's simple. You don't, in everything that happens in the world, you just need to understand the war in Ukraine, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, 5G, COVID-19. It's simple. There is this global cabal. They do all, it, all of it. And also, it enables you uh, to shift all the responsibility to all the bad things that, is, that are happening to this small cabal. It's the Jews. It's the Freemasons. It's not us. And also it, creates, it, it, it creates this fantasy, utopian fantasy. If we only get rid of the small cabal, we solve all the problems of the world, salvation. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict, the war in Ukraine, the epidemics, poverty, everything is solved just by knocking out this small cabal. So again, it's simple, it's attractive, and this is why so many people believe it. Um, it's, again, it's not new. Nazism was exactly this. Nazism began conspiracy theory. We don't call Nazism a conspiracy theory because, oh, it's a big thing, it's an idea. But if you look at it, it's a conspiracy theory. The basic Nazi idea was the Jews control the world, get rid of the Jews, you solved all the world's problems. Now, the interesting thing about these kind of, of theories, again, they tell you that even things that look to be the opposite of each other, actually they are part of the conspiracy. So in the case of Nazism, the Nazis told people, you know, you have capitalism and communism. You think that they are opposite, right? Ah, this is what Jews want you to think. Actually, the Jews control both Trotsky, Marx, or Jews, blah, 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 and capitalism, the Rothschilds, the Wall Street, it's all controlled by the Jews. So the Jews are fooling everybody. But actually, the communists and the capitalists are part of the same global cabal. And again, this is very attractive because, ah, now I understand everything and I also know what to do. I just give power to Hitler. He gets rid of the Jews. I solved all the problems of the world. Now, as a historian, the most important thing I can say about these theories, they are never right because the global cabal theory says two things. First, everything is controlled by a very small These people hide themselves. They do it in secret. Now, both things are nonsense. It's impossible for people to control, a small group of people, to control and predict everything because the world is too complicated. You know, you look at a real-world conspiracy. Conspiracy is basically just a plan. Think about the American invasion of, of Iraq in 2003. You had the most powerful superpower in the world with the biggest military with the biggest intelligence services, with the most sophisticated, you know, the FBI and the CIA and all the agents. They invade a third-rate country, third-rate power, Iraq. 
with this idea, we'll take over Iraq and we'll, we'll control it, we'll make a new order in the Middle East. And everything falls apart. Their plan completely backfires. Everything they hope to achieve, they achieve the opposite. America, United States is humiliated. They caused the rise of, they wanted to take out terrorism, they created more terrorism. Worst of all, the big winner of the war was Iran. You know, the United States goes to war with all its power and gives Iran uh, a victory on a silver plate. The Iranians don't need to do anything. The Americans are doing everything for them. Now, this is real history. Real history is when you have a, not a small group of people, a lot of people with a lot of power carefully planning something and it goes completely out of, uh, against them. And this we know from our personal experience. Like every time we, need, we try to plan something, a birthday party, a surprise birthday party, a trip somewhere, things go wrong. This is reality. So the idea that a small group of, I don't know, the Jewish cabal, the Freemasons, whoever, they can really predict all the wars, this is nonsense. The second thing that is nonsense is to think they can do that and still remain secret. It sometimes happens in history that a small group of people accumulates a lot of power. If I now tell you that Xi Jinping and the heads of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, they have a lot of power. They control the military, the media, uh, the economy, the universities of China. This is not a conspiracy theory. This, this is obviously everybody knows it. Everybody knows it because to gain so much, you, need, you usually need publicity. Hitler could not, Hitler gained a lot of power in Nazi Germany because he had a lot of publicity. If Hitler remained unknown working behind the scenes, he would war. So the way to gain power is usually through publicity. So secret cabals don't gain power. And even if you gain a lot of power, nobody has the kind of power necessary to predict and control everything that happens in the world. Every, all the time shit happens that you did not predict and you did not plan and you did not control. Okay. So let me immediately address three things from this spiel, okay? From this speech. My first concern about this, and you know who he is, I preface this, the, the talk with who this man is. My first concern is that he, his big association with global cabal is Jews and anti-Semitism. And what we see a lot, and I'm Jewish, all right? And what we see a lot in the world is that when you say something online, like just the other day, Kennedy said that the airborne virus uh, didn't affect Ashkenazi Jews and the uh, the Finnish, like the people in Finland and uh, the Chinese people as much. And there's actual studies that back that up. Immediately, there's a hit piece from the New York Post and then the New York Times afterwards saying he's anti-Semitic. So when you step out of line from the narrative, you are an anti-Semite, automatically anti-Semite. Okay? So when he he he... And my concern is that he's intentionally associating in your head that if you think there's a global cabal that you associate with Jews and you're anti-Semitic and like that, that phrase and that use of a term, the anti-Semitism anti is used so aggressively in today's world where 
It's just like seeing, like, basically anyone who steps out of line, I can categorize them right now. Ready? They're far-right extremists who are anti-Semitic, and um, they're idiots, basically. That's what every news organization says. So they've overused these terms because they need to associate things with certain people they don't want others to listen to. Does that make sense? So they don't want you to think there's a global cabal. So perhaps they associate with Jews and anti-Semitism because my personal take is that Jews don't run the world. I, I, I don't, I, I, I think Jews are, if there are people that run the world, I believe there's Jewish people are part of that group. I don't think it's all Jews though. There's no way. Um, just, we're not that smart. Okay. I mean, we, we trust me. We own stuff. We like to own things. We need, you know, people need to have jobs, right? So you got to have Jews to own shit. All right. That's listen. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Someone's got to own something. And that's what we're here for. We create jobs. Um, but, but in all seriousness, that's my concern right away. Okay. I don't like when people aggressively shove Jews and anti-Semitism down my throat. It makes me question it. Cause it's just like someone's far right. I immediately go listen to them and about 9.5 times out of 10, they're not far right. Okay. Now, since that was a bad point that was made, here's a good point. The Iraq is a good point. So you literally do have a unipolar world with the strongest army military country ever in the history of the world attack Iraq or Iraq, who is way weaker and we're embarrassed. Amer I'm from America. So America is embarrassed. I mean, things go opposite of a plan. He's right. It totally failed. So they planned to take out and, you know, do what they want with this country. And it did not happen at all. In fact, none of our wars go as planned. We lose them all. For but we win the big ones in history, like you know, World War One, World War Two. We 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 get that shit down. But then the little ones that we just wage every year, we just lose those. I don't know why. Maybe we're just it's like an exhibition game. It's like preseason. Um, but that that's a good point. Like if that is a was a conspiracy, a plan to destroy a country and to do what they want with it, it they, it failed. Like that that was planned, and it was the most powerful force on earth, and uh, like from humans, and it didn't work. It went opposite and it was, they were embarrassed. America was embarrassed. Like that is bad. So that's important to know because if there is a global conspiracy, maybe they do plan stuff, but shit doesn't go right. Okay. And shit probably doesn't go right because technically the United States was formed. Okay. So King George, that would never have happened. Right. They were under tyranny. They broke away. And so the United States existing and then like these constitutional republic and democracies existing where people have more freedom now probably than they ever had. And especially like with the internet and stuff, like I don't, maybe that wasn't as planned. I don't think they want the, but maybe the internet on the other hand is a good tool where they can use totalitarian controls, where they can monitor and survey everybody and control the conversation and lock people down. And then they, they have to go on social media and then they control the discourse there. You know, I, I, you can see from both sides. It's either, it's either massive freedom to the world or not. The centralization of social media and massive companies like Google and Meta and stuff like that, that, um, is not free. Okay. But when it's decentralized, like Noster and Bitcoin and stuff like that, well, then you have a good argument. And I think those are the forces that are actually fighting each other, but that's for another day. Then he says power through publicity. Very interesting. It says Hitler couldn't have been Hitler if he didn't have the publicity. I don't know. I don't know. You don't hear about the Rothschilds as much. And I do, from my research, believe they do have a decent amount of control out there. Over the financial system, you learn about, you know, the Federal Reserve, the, the money, you know, just who controls the dollars and all this stuff. It They're not known very well. They're not really in the, a lot of people aren't really in the new. There's no news. 
information about certain people that are very powerful does not get out there. So I don't know if you can like, you can't obviously take a country to war and no one knows you, but like, it's a tough one. So like, you know, would Hitler have been Hitler without the publicity? Probably not. But if he had, could you, could you have a puppet master behind closed doors? Yeah, I, 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 I do think so. So, okay. That again would be the spokesperson for the cabal. If there was one. Uh, okay. So that's Yuval Noah Harari. Klaus Schwab's best friend in the world. And so now what I want to play is um, Christine Anderson, right? Yeah, Christine Anderson. Okay, she's part of the European uh, Parliament for Germany. And uh, she just gave a speech. And I want you to take a listen to this. And she's kind of addressing, I'm going to let you listen, it's about five minutes long, that she's essentially waging war on the cabal. So I want to play the opposite take on this, okay? And in the form, she's taking, she's attacking the cabal through what they're using as mechanisms like the WHO, the World Health Organization, these international bodies, the UN, stuff like that, okay? And actually, I notice um, the psychology of totalitarianism, Matthias Desmond, I see him there. He's one of the people that she mentions, the citizens on uh, this new commission that she's trying to form. So take a listen to this speech that just happened of her waging war against the cabal which, according to um, Yuval Noah Harari, can never be true. I want to play all sides, baby. All sides is what we do here. All sides. All right, here we go. Thank you so much for coming today. And thank you, Misla, uh, really putting in the work and making this happening today. And I really will have to say I am so very honored here with seven very brave citizens came here today to launch for a European citizens initiative, an initiative which will hopefully be accepted by the EU Commission, although I don't really hold my breath, to be quite frank, but I seriously hope we will uh, be able to do that. These seven citizens are so incredibly brave because they stand up against this despicable attempts by the globalitarian therapists to strip us of freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. They simply say no to the attempts of granting an unelected body governing powers. They simply say no, and that's what we all should do, because this will end if we simply say no, and that's what we're here to do today. Because an unelected body like WHO, who is controlled and run by multi-billionaires, should never be allowed to act in place of a democratically elected government. Never. In democracies, ladies and gentlemen, it is government of the people by the people, for the and any government of anywhere in the world who disregards this fundamental principle of democracy by supporting this unprecedented grab by WHO is an anti-democrat demonstrating nothing but his utter contempt for the people. 
and these seven brave citizens, they will not stand for this and neither will we. I will expose anyone, whether it's a member of a government in a member state or a government around the world or a member of parliament in the European member states or parliaments around the world who do not respect the people and do not respect democracy, I will see to it. They will be exposed, each and every one of them by name. Because guess what? There is elections coming up and the people might be interested in who is responsible for the abolition of democracy. So we are here today to tell you, WHO, globalitarian misanthropists, we are here today to tell you, you picked this fight, you wanted this fight, well, guess what? You've got it. Let's fight. Because these brave citizens, my colleagues and I, we will not tire to fight you every step of the way. These brave seven citizens and millions and millions more around the world, these are the people you have to reckon with from now on. Because we are millions, millions around the world. It is you that is the small French minority. You are the ones who do not have the right to dictate to the people what they want and what they don't want. So take it from me, take it from us, take it from these seven citizens who gathered here today, take it from the millions and millions of people around the world. We will bring you down and we will not tire until we have done just that. So brace yourselves. We are here and the fight is on. So let's commence with the fight. Why don't we? Thank you. <laughs> now that's something. Uh, if you don't get a little amped up, a little juiced up over that, whether you think there's a cabal or not, whoo! I get excited, baby. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's fight the WHO. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So that's the other side. Um, <laughs> I think the answer is more complicated. Uh, I think uh, in the current infrastructure of society, first of all, it's so amazing how almost everything in society is storytelling like using money, the rules, all that stuff. It's amazing society functions so well and people for the most part get along pretty well and that people prosper, like just things are, are so cohesive. I mean, things are chaotic right now, but like for the most part, things work. And it's basically all storytelling that we all believe. You know, we believe this money's worth something, you know? We trust this institution to to do this, to do that. You know, we trust this person. You know, we, we listen to our, ma like it's crazy. I'm just shocked at how important storytelling is and that that is probably the best skill set one can have, especially in this new age, the information age is storytelling. I just wanted to say that as a side note. Now I think it's more, um, conf I do think there are powerful people that are putting their, their, their fingers on the lever. Um, I also think there are, there are a lot of systems in society politically, financially where the incentives are, 
promote nefarious and or bad behavior. Um, and so if you have poor incentives, it's like something that Warren Buffett said, you know, show me the incentives, I'll show you the outcome. So if you incentivize people, you know, to administer a medication and you get paid more, they're going to administer as many of those medications as possible. You see what I'm saying? So instead now are those incentives set by more powerful people that want that outcome. So then they create that incentive and the society follows, you know, follows suit. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I could say that's true. And I can argue it's not true. I could see both sides of that. I could see both sides. You know, I think it's interesting. I think a lot of people, I even saw today, uh, someone walked in, I saw an NWO shirt and I thought it was NWO back from like, uh, the WWF when I was growing up and, you know, I, and I look at it and then underneath the NWO, it says new world order. <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. So people clearly think that they're lot that, I mean, if I had to lean one way, it surely seems like there are people in control that are dictating the actions of how society's moving. Okay. Clearly. Um, you know, you look at things like Bill Gates and his fascination with certain medical interventions, let's say. Um, and then this, and then being on every news station to propagandize people, and then every action taken by governments is to lock down to like, things just don't seem right. Okay. They don't seem, and then the Rockefellers, they took over, you know, medical, inst- medical schools, they took over medical schools. And it's really interesting. Another part of my day today is I was talking to two people who totally were, we all saw eye to eye on this, like that we're, we were all seeing eye to eye, like, yeah, this is what's going on. They're trying to destroy, you know, civilization all this stuff's going on. It's crazy. And one guy, it was a black guy and a white guy. I don't know if that really matters. That's kind of irrelevant. But one guy, uh, was like, so we, we, you know, we kind of saw the same thing the other way. The other guy saw everything the way we see it basically just sum it up is everything we talk about in this podcast, but the conclusion he makes was basically um, to like vote for Biden to like save the day. It was so weird. So we saw things the exact same, but yet he somehow thought like Biden would save the world from it when all the stuff's happening under, it was so weird. So you could see things exactly the same way, but come to radically different conclusions. Our conclusion is we don't believe in politics. We don't believe in any political leader. Okay. If you identify with a political party, we're not your cup of tea. We don't do that. We don't do that. We are for the peasants, by the peasants, of the peasants, 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 peasants. Okay. Two political classes, elites, peasants. Okay. We side with the peasants. We will never waver. That's it. Okay. Build our own communities, create our own infrastructure, decentralize, get our own systems, our own financial services, all that stuff. Okay. Peasants, peasants, peasants. For some reason, people want to make that view of the world far right, anti-Semitic, but it's not. It's literally just for the peasants. That's it. I don't know why that's right wing. I still have idiots that will reply on my Twitter at KOGZ and be like, oh my God, you're too far right. You know, what do you want to, what do you want to overthrow the government like January 6th? I'm like, what? What? What What do you, I'm just saying I want power to the people, baby. Why is that so controversial? Why is that right wing? I have no idea. I have no idea. Another thing I was thinking of is, uh, well, okay. So that's it. I, I'm curious what you think. Now, on another topic, because we're streaming, baby, we are streaming, um, is uh, on Twitter. I put So Joe Rogan had uh, one of the best rappers, in my opinion, period, uh, Killer Mike. 
if you don't know Run the Jewels and you haven't listened to Run the Jewels 2, the album, that might be the best rap album of all time. Um, no joke. Unbelievable. 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 I don't even know. By the way, Freemasons is trending on Twitter, but that's not here nor there. Now, if there is a cabal or, or nefarious forces that, you know, perhaps want a totalitarian society, want you to have vaccine passports, wants to have central bank digital currencies, all that stuff. Well, how do you get out of that system? And I think that Killer Mike on Joe Rogan brought up a great point. He said the most revolutionary thing you can do is grow a tomato. Listen to this two minute and 38 second clip. It's very good. Push back against cops. That's not the thing to do unless it's time for the revolution for real. Everybody's got the notes. This is the day it goes down. And, uh, you know, people were counting because if kind of hear the rhetoric, but I'm just like, yo, how many of you guys, I live in this neighborhood all my life, how many of you like have a garden? And, right. I mean, if you say, how many people fish or hunt or mess and kill your own food? And they got less and less hands. I'll say, y'all ain't ready to revolt shit. Like, no anybody, if you, I'm like, yo, you, the, the most revolutionary thing you can do is grow a tomato yeah. and some greens. Become self-sufficient. Become self, because that way you don't need government or any or grocery stores or anything you know and i'm just like yo there's one house in a neighborhood that every say two out of every five houses used to have gardens and literally chickens in the back there's one house in the neighborhood that i see this man and woman they run their yard every day and they get out running dog they have at least eight goats that i've counted numerous chickens and shit and my wife and i drive down that street just to remind ourselves motherfucker if it ever goes <laughs> these are the people you want to knock on the door and say hey yeah. you know what i mean we yeah. like to we like to live like and to help join them. up with you them. know what i'm saying in every in whatever yeah. way because they're they're really ready they're really ready so well I, that's what most people should strive for you should strive for water yeah you should strive for some sort of an off-grid electricity if shit goes down you have a generator at your house. If the power goes off, the generator can kick on and turns your fucking house back on. Yeah, man. That's a good thing to have. Very good thing to have. Yeah. Very good thing to have. It's like it's a game changer, especially in the summer. Yeah. But there's all things like you should learn how to grow food. Yeah. You should learn how to cook. You should learn how to make fire. You should learn how to, you know, black hunt and fish. Tell me I yeah. follow the black packers. You yeah. guys go to Instagram. They they're regular folks that were just regular folks that taught themselves. My my sister was a garden lovey. I never would. She was the wild one. She liked going to the clubs and drinking and shit when she was young. I never thought she'd be the one that ended up like my grandmother. Because mm. my grandmother, like, but I'm just like, yo, man, these skills, if you got them, you got them. No one can take them from you. And you know where your food is. If you're growing all your own vegetables in your garden, if you're all things that you eat, you know, ate because you fed it to them. I mean, if you're, you're eating like that, that's better for you if you're slaughtering your own cattle if you make neighbors i'd give you a quarter you get corn we work out together how can you disagree with that that is the ultimate rebellion of the system we need if if the purpose was to have totalitarian control of society well over generation you would have to dumb the society down Forget how to grow food or how to do anything useful, like no skills whatsoever, totally dependent on the system for everything, whether it's financially, whether it's food, whether it's goods or services, anything, all centralized. And we have potentially hit peak centralization. That's what's occurred. Peak centralization. Everything that you don't have any skills. You, The person who's listening to this, you probably do not grow your own food, nor do you know how to grow your own food. 
Okay. And that's embarrassing for all of us. We do this for generations and they duped us into centralizing food, into centralizing everything. And now we're at the whims of the central planners. This is what happens. You can't do that. You got to have locally grown food. You don't have to be the one that grows it, but you got to partner up with a local farm. You can't have everything centralized. Otherwise, all the people can be controlled. That's the fear of central bank digital currencies. That's the final straw. You control every single transaction. How's money spent? When it's spent? How If it can even be saved? What's allowed to be spent on? That's it, baby. That is it. That is the final notch in the shoestring. What does that mean? I have no idea. It's the only thing that came to mind. But you know what I mean? It's the final notch in the belt, all right? And tell me you can't lose a little bit on your belt. I can. I'm obese and I work out all the time. But we are intentionally eating shit food processed up the ass. None of the ingredients are real. It's all chemicals and it lowers your sperm count. It makes you infertile. It makes you dumb as shit. It gives you mental health disorders. Like the whole thing, the whole system, if the system was set up to make you sick, stupid, and useless, as you all know, Harari would say, quote, useless eaters, they have succeeded. And you cannot even argue that. They have 98% of the population as useless eaters. But we can rebel. We can take our health seriously. We can exercise. We can become friends with our neighbors. We can barter with one another. We can grow our own food. Okay. We can trade with one another. We can use local. We can figure out some local currency system with Bitcoin. You know, it doesn't have to be local, actually. Just use Bitcoin. Not a recommendation, but just saying research decentralized currencies, research new systems. We need to break out of the centralized system. It is not working. Okay. Look around you. Everyone is out of shape. Everybody basically has cancer, heart disease, or is dead, okay? And if they're not dead, they're walking like they're dead, okay? They just are, okay? I mean, my God, we have shows called like my 600-pound friend, okay? And they, they like anchor them off the couch because they just eat all day and just order in from Uber Eats. That is no life, my friends, no life. It's time to take your life seriously. It's time to live your best life because last time I checked, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many, many times. But this could be it, baby. This could be your only shot at this thing. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to live your life to the fullest? Are you going to try to reach your potential in this one, literally one chance that you have before you go wherever the hell you think you're going to go? This is the only time you're here physically in this form. Why wouldn't you maximize that potential, baby? Why not? You scared? You don't think you could do it? You got mental health issues because you're eating processed shit that's destroying your gut and then destroying your brain? Come on, you got to feed yourself with good information, with truthful information. I appreciate you listening to the podcast because that's how we get to it. We'll get to the truth together, okay? And that's what we do. That's what we do. We are bringing in a new society, okay? Not like a brave new world type society, like, and not, you know, like an Orwell 1984 type society, but like a free society, you know? You know, with the people, you know, we run our own shit. That's how it's supposed to be. Not these pretend politicians that say things that you may or may not like, or even if it's the things you may like, they're just saying it because they're trying to pull on your heartstring. And then you put all your faith in them when really the power is within you. The power is in your soul. The power is in your body and spirit and all that stuff. Okay. It's not in someone that has their name that you see on a TV. And then after that name in parentheses says D or R sometimes I, 
Okay. Those people cannot be trusted at all costs. At all costs, none of them are trustworthy. All right. Those are just facts, baby. Those are just facts. Oh, man. What else we got here? You know, we're going to start streaming every day. I just got to say, you know, I apologize. A lot going on, a lot happening. World's changing fast. But, you know, I do this for you. We need to do this together. I didn't forget that. Side note, the World Series of Poker main event for over $12 million ended today. Pretty, pretty cool. Not going to lie. Um, and the winner was Daniel Weinman from Atlanta. Took home $12.1 million, beat 10,043 players. I love poker. I don't know if you love poker, but I love poker. The two the 2023 main event champion, $12.1 million, the biggest field ever. Two, that's so cool. Badass. Good job, Daniel Weinman. Very, very happy for you. Come on the pod whenever you like if you're if you're a listener. All right. So that's what I got today. I just want people to think. I want people to stop getting their panties up in a bunch and getting emotional with any topic. Let's just search for the truth. Why are people, first of all, why are people so adamant about preventing us from finding the truth? That's sketchy. Secondly, why are people unwilling to pursue the truth? Are they they're too weak? Okay. Like you got like people like YouTube taking down interviews that you can't handle. Like they have an information filter to protect the humans, to protect the peasants. Like, oh, Jordan Peterson, Robert F. Kennedy, you can't handle it, but we can. So we're going to take it down to protect you. What the hell? And people cheer that on. Are you out of your soul? What is your, wrong with your head? That is straight tyranny in the digital age. That is censorship. That is awful. You can't want that for a presidential candidate of all people. This isn't endorsing anyone. This is just saying that is wild. That is wild. You should not want that. That is not good for anybody listening to this podcast. Unless you're the person that took it. No, it's not good for you either. Because then it's going to happen to you. Whoever's behind this, you're not doing good for the people. Okay? And you probably are part of the people. I imagine. I don't think Klaus is there clicking away, deciding what videos. All right? I I don't think so. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But uh, I don't know. You never know. Um. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, we could talk about some other stuff, but I think we'll get to it tomorrow. You know, we'll do something a little longer, do something a little more in depth. But we need to expose whatever that truth is, and we need to search for it, and we need to discuss it, and we need to find out what is the real truth. We got the people who are preventing you from from seeing the truth. You gotta just ignore them, or, or actually, you should always see what they're talking about. Always understand like what their angle is, what they're trying to, you know, gear you towards, you know, realize, assess the propaganda and then be like, you know, give you clues into what to research. Then the people who are just unwilling to search for the truth, that is so weird. I don't get that. Maybe that's a brain issue. Maybe it's an emotional. It's probably emotional, probably emotional. All right, everybody. That's the Jonathan Kogan show today. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to give it a five-star review, that'd be fantastic. And I would love you forever. If you do give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Write a little description. I'll read it tomorrow. First thing, baby. First thing. Thank you for even being part of this journey. There's a community. This is love. This is everybody on the same team. But you know that by now. If you're new, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Catch some of the old podcasts. They're very, very good. I'm sure anybody listening to this will tell you. By the way, I'm going to start some sort of community online that we can all get in. Um, I don't know if everyone uses Twitter to listen to this or how, who uses what. Maybe I'll just start an uh, independent community, maybe on circle.so, that we can all stay up to date on topics, get to know one another, connect over the internet, help one another, support one another, give each other you know, a way to stand up for one another, for attacked on you know, digitally, all this stuff, a way we can help. If you're visiting a city, create this sort of 
connection, human connection. It's all about human connection, baby. That is the fundamental goal of this podcast is to bring the peasants together. That is my North star full stop. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast at KOGZ on Twitter. That's all I got today. I love you. I love you so much. God bless. Bye.